Oh boy. February 13th, 2020. It's still weird saying 2020. Yeah, it's weird uh weird writing it down. I I've written 2002 more times than I've written 2020 because <laughs> 2002. It, just, it feels more more real than 2020 does. Uh Palentine's Day. That's what today is. Am I right, pal? <laughs> sure. Uh, that's what people call it, apparently. I thought it was Galentine's Day. It's that, too. It's both. But it's also f- flu season here at Shepherd University. Everybody got the flu. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, we weren't. We uh, we didn't make it out unscathed, but we we're here. Not. We're that's, here. It's pretty rough out there. It is pretty rough out there. But, you know... We made it through. I think I have a cold. I had the flu last week. Somehow I have a cold now. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how that happened. Well, I mean, if you know enough time in between, you just you catch something again. My body just. I guess the first time you caught the flu, and then this time you just have a cold from the weather. I guess. I would assume the weather's been pretty gross. My body got knocked down, and before it could stagger back up and. Uh, get back to full strength, it w- just got hit, knocked right back down again. I know. But here we are. I know. I'm trying to remember my Google password. Can't really do it right now. Must have got wiped out in the uh, in the flu. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, every time you get the flu, I forget my you Google lose password. part of your memory. I forget my password. And this well, time, it was your Google password. I just changed a lot of passwords recently. I've got, I guess, like, someone somewhere found out that I use the same password for everything. Oh, well, that's that's not good. Yeah, and I just like I got I kept getting emails, you, a new login on this account and this account. I'm like, oh, awesome! So I had to change all my passwords. <laughs> nice. I use like four passwords. I have like, yeah. See, I, it's like the same thing, but it's or, like, like variations of like yeah. t- like three different like things that are really close, and then I end up forgetting which variation I use. I have variations. It's all, it ends up being a whole mess. I have variations based on the requirements. So like sometimes yeah. I have an, like a special character. Mm-hmm. And like I have an exclamation point in there somewhere, but if I don't need the exclamation point, I don't have it. So I don't remember. See now I don't remember which ones I changed and which ones I didn't. So I'm like, are we on? Now the you're new, really in trouble. Am I on the new password or the old one? <laughs> Google's really bad about letting you reset your password too. Yeah. So like if you um, just forget it, it's like no. You gotta you gotta works. be linked to another e- uh, Gmail account. Yeah, it's rough out here. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, highly disputed sports. This is a sports this show. This is a sports podcast. <laughs> this to, is a uh, sports radio welcome show. Welcome to Google Tech Talk with <laughs> Ryan and Dylan. Yes, Dylan Bishop, Ryan Stickle. You know what time it is. Yeah. 8.30. I almost said 8.30. Well, it's 8.03. Yeah, 8.03. Well, On the East Coast. Uh, Let's see. What happened this week? It's All-Star Weekend in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Damian Lillard's hurt. But he's still going to power through his... his uh, Rap performance. Oh, man. I don't know if it's halftime. I was going to say halftime, but I don't know when it is. Yeah, because it's um, All-Star Saturday night, is, maybe. Halftime is going to be um, uh, some guy. What's his name? Yeah, it's that like, guy. It's one of those like artists where it's like, yeah, I know the name, but I couldn't name a song. Mm. It's like Bad Bunny or something. <laughs> but you don't know ha- Bad Bunny songs? No. Uh, oh, no, Dame. He'll probably perform like on the skills competition, like in between something. Yeah, he might get like half a. Song. So just put him like during during the skills competition. Just put in him in, the make him an obstacle. 
And <laughs> now do a spin move around. What's what? What's his Dame Dollar? Dame Dollar. Oh man, <laughs> what an awful. I mean, well, we don't want to upset any Dame stands out there. It's better than Bad Bunny. All right, now we're really we're really starting to push the line here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's just jump into this. This is, I mean, they changed up the All Star the All Star game rules that like every quarter is its own separate game. And yeah, the weird thing to me is that they did this thing, which they if you fo- ever followed like the basketball tournament, which is like that thing where it's like old college players. Generally, yeah. generally you're, you're affiliated under your old college. Some teams aren't. They're just they do it to do it. But it's this tournament they do every year, and um, how they do it. I forget what the name of it is, but at the end, it's like uh, something ending. And what they do is they take the um, the team with the lead. They add like 15 points or something to that total, and then you just play to that number. So they've kind of done a similar thing in the All Star game where. Um, they combine the scores of the first three quarters and they add 24 for Kobe. And then you play to that score for the fourth quarter. Yeah. But my thing is they're resetting the score after the end after of each every quarter, quarter. Yeah. But they're still going to combine them after three to see what the, to- like the final yeah, that point total is going to be. So I don't see the Why point. not just play the fourth quarter to 24? Why not just, yeah, why not play? Yeah, I don't get it. But it's like each, the winner of each quarter is going to get like a, amount of money to whatever charity they're playing for i guess that's the reason i guess but in terms of the game it makes i guess they think they're still gonna add them up i guess this was their idea to make players play defense the entire game Uh, i don't i really don't they never really explained what the purpose of it was yeah i don't know they're trying to spice i don't like it i mean i feel like of all the like all-star games like the nba all-star game is still like the most watchable definitely even without the defense the the pro bowl is at Absolutely oh, Pro Bowl is terrible. Um, the MLB All Star Game, they let every team they let every team get one All Star. Yeah. So you end up with a year like when Ty Wigginton was the <laughs> Orioles All Star. Man, Ty Wigginton, what a name! Right. Yeah, and uh, well, at least that game. Baseball is a sport where it's kind of hard to like not try your best. Like the mm. guys who are pitching out there, like they are pitching, and the guys who are hitting are hitting. So at least that's like a that's like a good product still. Yeah, and uh, especially when it meant something, which it should have never meant anything, playing for home field advantage in the World Series. But even though um, they took it away, it's still a fun game. Yeah, and then like the NBA, it's like it's fun to watch guys just you know have fun and shoot around. Like yeah, just just have like basketball is one of those sports where it's just yeah, I'll watch this guy who's talented just do his thing and that's it. Fun. Yeah, it's fun the dunks it's the most watchable sport when guys are just still like messing around not really trying their best yeah it's i don't know what other sport is remotely watchable when that's the case maybe soccer Mm. a little if it's like a celebrity game or something i guess i don't know soccer yeah soccer speaking of i pulled the very first thing i felt the need to pull up was the most important event of all-star weekend the celebrity game this is tomorrow at 7 p.m. It's Friday for those listening mm-hmm. at other times. <laughs> Friday, Valentine's Day at 7 p.m. on ESPN. It's Team Wilbon versus Team Stephen A. Man. <laughs> per- great captains. I wish great Stephen coaches. A, I, I wish they say. could play in it, too. <laughs> it's like Stephen A has to go into that game at some point. Mm-hmm. 
has yeah, to. Yeah, it has to. Absolutely. It has to happen. All right, so Team Wilbon. We've got the captain, rapper and recording artist, Common. <laughs> captain Common? Captain Common. Oh, yeah. All right, well, that's, the, that's the captain. That's yeah. the big name. Uh, you're gonna lo- you're gonna love this team. Oh. Second on the list, Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There he is. Bad Bunny. Things really pick up from here. Hannibal Burris. Okay. So we're really we're cooking now. Right, yeah, we're cooking. John Baptiste. Okay. Mm. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> sure. Yeah, nice guy. Uh, Alex Moffat from Saturday Night Live. Really random. He might be. I don't know who this is. He might be uh, Alex Moffat. He might I don't be, know his name. I, I don't. I know, okay, that guy. Okay. Yeah, maybe he might be from Chicago. Maybe he might be from Second City. One of those. Um, maybe one of those comedy troops. He might be from there. Unless he's just like, hey, you're on SNL. Come, come play with us. Sure, that could be the case as well. Uh, chef Jose Andres, chef and humanitarian. I guess I'm glad he, they clarified. He's <laughs> a chef. Also a humanitarian. Chef Jose is, is uh, a chef. Famous, famous Los community, uh, comedian and social media influencer. I've heard that name before. Who? Famous Los. I've never heard that in my life. Famous Los? Yes. Is this... L-O-S. Are they... What? <laughs> famous... Are I, they on YouTube? I... Who knows, man? I don't know. Famous, I swear. Like, there's plenty of YouTubers who, like, I've heard the name, and like these, like Vine and TikTok people, I've heard the name. Why. This guy was in the in the game last year, and apparently, I kind of remember vaguely watching some of it and hearing that name. I think he did well in it. I don't oh, know, man. Uh, Jadena, recording artist. Yeah. Uh, R&B singer, I believe. Heard that name before. Uh, Chelsea Gray, WNBA player. Okay. So, uh, probably the best player on the team. Yes. Yes. And then Quentin Richardson. Oh. <laughs> they, they have listed as an NBA legend. And oh. Uh. NBA legend Quentin Richardson. NBA player, maybe? <laughs> Let's not get crazy here. Notable former NBA player Quentin Richardson. Uh, okay, this team's already... Uh, man, Steve... That's, did they pick these teams? Stephen A's team is looking a lot better. Okay. Yeah, they probably... Nah, because... Because Michael Wilbon probably doesn't know who's famous. Yeah. Stephen A. does. First of all, the captain is Chance the Rapper, which you could do better. But I feel hey. like Chance the Rapper's got to be awful at basketball. He's hosting this year's Kids' Choice Awards I saw today. I think that's a good pick. Kids, kids good, good, gotta good for, love that, for right? Him. Kids, uh, kids love, love Chance the Rapper, rapper. for sure. Man, he's all about the kids. Just don't... As long as they don't go too be- far back in the discography, they're good. Yeah, just like the last album, maybe the last two... One or two, yeah, yeah. Uh, Quavo, back in it. He's always he's always one of the best players. He's nice. Uh, Taylor Bennett, which I believe is Chance the Rapper's brother. Okay. Uh, Laroyce Hawkins, actor from Chicago PD. I don't, I don't. Chicago PD, man, they they have so many of those shows. That's what I was going to say. It's one of the like eight. Cop shows on CBS. I'm on, sure. Uh, Chicago. On a, yeah, it's on NBC. They have Chicago sure. PD, Chicago, Chicago Fire. Fire, and Chicago Med. I'm pretty sure they air all on the same. Night. And then they have Grey's Anatomy, and then the the show about like the firefighters yeah. in Seattle yeah, that yeah, are in like, the uh, same universe. Um, squad. It's like Squad of Eleven or something like that. It's a something Station Eleven. Something number. Yes. Yeah. It's it's Station something. Team number. Yeah. On NBC. 
Yes. And they love those crossovers. Uh, be- oh, man. This team just gets better and better. Anthony Spice Adams. <sighs> <laughs> Who they have listed as AKA Cream E. Biggums, actor, comedian, former NFL defensive tackle. <laughs> He's going to be chucking up shots like you've never Pat seen. These guys are, man. It's amazing. Uh, Mark Lazary, co owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. He's played in this before. He's kind of nice. He's an old old white dude. But. Man, if you if you already own a team, why do you get to do the fun stuff too? This is the I mean, yeah, I guess uh, I mean, this is the only time he would get to play. I guess just he should just sign himself to his own team. Yeah, uh, Ronnie Two K. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I'm, Ronnie Two K is not a real person. Come on, that's a guy. I'm, that's I'm a barely t- convinced. Ronnie Two K is a Twitter account. There's going to be a cell phone on the ground out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's played in this before. Probably. Uh, there's a gymnast, Caitlin Oashi. Oh, that's the girl who went viral from UCLA. Oh, okay. That real good routine. Man, okay, yeah, yes. I know what you're talking about. Man, that, that, I'm surprised her name just popped up that quick. Yeah, and we end on a strong three. Lil Rel Howery. Yeah. From, you know, the comedic relief from Get Out. Yes. Best known as that. Also on the hit Fox series, Rel. He has his own show. It was on. I'd, okay. Maybe not anymore, but it existed. He had or has his own for show. For at, okay. at least the three or four episodes it existed. He was on first take this morning, I think. I walked I by saw the TV. That. I saw that. And he was on there. I was like, ah, oh, there he is. Uh, then we round out with uh, Aja Wilson of the <laughs> WNBA. Okay. The best player. And then uh, <laughs> another NBA legend. <laughs> Oh, Darius Miles. What? <laughs> this you, is the only you, time. Are you an NBA legend if you just play in the NBA? This is the only time Darius Miles will ever be called an NBA legend. That's ridiculous. It's like if in five or ten years we're talking about this game having um, NBA legend uh, JJ Barea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legend in my book. Oh, absolutely. They should. I think they should let the All Star NBA sing. legend Gerald Green. They should. <laughs> they should let the uh, the All Star snubs play in the uh, celebrity game. Oh, that'd be great, man! That'd be awesome. NBA legend Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> on the same level as Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. Yeah, Jeff Green would be a good one. NBA legend Jeff Green, definitely. He is an NBA legend. Yeah, obviously. Imagine Bradley Beal angrily scoring 75 points in the, in the celebrity game. Putting He's got the most uh he's got the he averages the most points ever for someone to miss an all-star put, game. Putting up 87 points on John Baptiste. <laughs> man. See, this is why this is the best event. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's going to that'll be fun. Uh, well, on the NBA NBA.com page for this, the video for last year's game says viral star Famous Los led his home team to victory with 22 points. I must have missed the game last year because that name. Ray, he's being guarded by Ray Allen in this picture. Ray Allen played. Uh, yeah, I definitely missed last year's game. I do. I vague, I kind of remember this now. Famous. Yeah. All right. Let me look up Famous Los. Let's investigate. Um, The face. I'm more confused. I do not. I have no clue who this person is. Yeah, I looked it up too. I never, I've never heard of him. But at least we've got Spice Adams in the game from uh from the Charlotte Observer. 
What? He's. Oh, I thought he's... you said he is from the Charlotte Adversity. Oh, <laughs> imagine. Like, dang. It's uh, it's a, uh, it's an art. He, I guess he's from Charlotte. I would assume. Yeah, I think I guess it, the game was in Charlotte last year, so that makes sense why he was in it. He's famous to many, but not the masses. <laughs> many. <laughs> he's famous to many, but not this is How the headline, many? by the way. <laughs> How he's, many? He's famous to many, but not the masses. Will the NBA celebrity game change that for Los? This was from last year. I guess it kind of did. It. Mm-mm. I mean, he made it back. I I guess. I, I remember when I, that's when I, I that's how I found out who Kevin Hart was. Was from the NBA. Really? He was in uh, Kevin Hart was in the NBA All Star Game every year. Yeah, he was before he was really in movies. I think that's how I found out who Michael Rappaport was. Oh, <laughs> whole different, st- <laughs> whole different story. But yeah, because Kevin Hart, I was like, yeah, he. I see him like he's in like not not. I don't know if he's in movies even. He might have been like real small roles. I was like, I've seen him. He may have just been a stand up at that. I'm like, point. I'm aware he's a stand up comedian, but I know him from these All Star games because he's always winning MVP because they just kind of laugh at how short he is and give him the award. Yeah. And uh, then he's like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, that guy from the All Star games is making movies now. And now he's just, I guess he's too big for the game. Yeah. I imagine like five or six years from now, he'll go back to it when his career is starting to dry out. Man, his career's starting to dry out now. It might be. Give him a year or two, he might be back. Mm, I don't know the way, he, the way he makes movies. That's true. Him and The Rock just never stop. They're just always they're constantly just going to latch onto The Rock for as long as possible. Which are, I would too. They are hand in hand. Jumanji, man. See the Jumanji movies, That's true. the new ones. They're not bad. I haven't seen them, but the first one, the first one looked all right. The first one was, I will say, it's 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 a solid. I don't know if I'll call it a family movie. There's a lot of inappropriate jokes in it and some cursing, which I was not. I thought it was a PG going in, and then some of the words. PG thirteen. It's PG thirteen, and so some of the words they were using, I was not prepared for. Okay. And then I I went in the second one more prepared, and it was uh still. I was like, wow, there are kids in here. Danny DeVito just cursing up a storm. <laughs> uh. Yeah, this is a great this is great sports talk here. Uh, all-star saturday all-star saturday night uh it's saturday night eight o'clock as you would expect (laughs) they should should (laughs) all-star saturday night to friday on yes it's like uh when they do uh in the preseason it's like monday night football special edition it's on like a thursday it's like why not just do it why not just call it nfl why do you need just just nfl on espn it's the the nfl preseason on espn but no we gotta just throw that brand monday night football on Thursday afternoon, yeah, the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. Man, Taco Bell has this has the sponsorship on lock for this event. Man, is it still the? Uh, but is it still the Sprite Dunk Competition? It's not. Oh, it's the eight. It's AT and T Slam Dunk. Oh, that's not as fun. It's not as fun. Spri- I don't know something about Sprite was fun. We still got the Mountain Dew three point contest, though. So. <laughs> Taco Bell. Man. Taco Bell is the longest the longest reigning sponsor, it looks like. Man, I'm probably going to Taco Bell later. Not Ooh, that fries. sounds good. They're back. That sounds good. I'm not cutting an ad, though. Do not think I am. No free ads. Uh, no free ads. No ads, actually. This is technically public radio, I think. Oh, yeah. No ads. I'm just, I'm just no ads. a person with an opinion. Here, let me even it out. Taco Bell sucks. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, there well, we go. All right, we're, <laughs> we're in the clear. We're in the clear. <laughs> Uh, Taco Bell skills challenge. I do like that they just kind of they go half and half with big men, and like and guards now. Yeah, because because half the time big men win. 
Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns won it last, uh, not last year, but one year. Yeah, it's not like the old days where like certain guys could do certain things. Like hey, Spencer everyone, Dinwiddie ended up making into this. Everyone can do everything now. Like big men can just go out and shoot. Yeah. Like you, you would never. Like I can't imagine Shaq in the skills competition, but Bam Adebayo is in this. He's out here putting up triple doubles for Miami. Bam's yeah, he's gonna do. A, Pat Riley spoke very highly of him earlier today or sometime this week. That man is good. He's like he's the next. Like he was just rattling off like big Miami guys. Oh yeah. He's the next Udonis Haslam, which I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, sure. The next Alonzo Mourning, you know, Miami greats, Alonzo Mourning, Shaquille O'Neal, Udonis Haslam. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, eh, one of these doesn't, Yeah, you know, ah, whatever. He was there know? for a while, I guess. We'll give it yeah. to him. So we got Bam, Patrick Beverly, Spencer Dinwiddie ended up making into this, I guess, as a after a replacement, because when this first came out, Spencer Dinwiddie was like, man, I won this last year, and they didn't invite me back. Yeah, I feel like if you win it, you should always be able to defend yourself. Yeah, you would think. But, I mean, he made it in, I guess, in the end. Shea Gilgis Alexander, my my love. <laughs> the only the, the thing that will drive me back to the Thunder when they get rid of Chris Paul. Oh. Uh, Chris Middleton. DeMontis Sabonis, who is an all-star somehow. <laughs> I haven't been paying attention to the Pacers at all. No. When I when I saw that, I was like, "Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! D- d- what what happened here? How did this happen? The what Pacers, is he doing?" Man, the Pacers just do not interest me as a team. Can't, I don't know what it is. They refuse to be bad, though. They're yeah. always they're like hang. They're always the fifth seed. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. The like, last they're never three years just, or so. They just been. They're yeah, never extremely the good or extremely bad. They're just there. They're never interesting enough. Yeah, and then we've got Pascal Siakam and Jason Tatum. Hmm. If I had to make a pick, there, I pick Bam. Ooh, that's a that's a good that's but the thing is the, there's the three pointer in that Bam doesn't oh, shoot threes. I might go well. How many? That's the like just the skills one, right? That's all around stuff. Yeah. How, how many? That's that like when you get the chest the chest pass. It's just one three at the one, end. Mm. That's when you got the you know the chest pass. You dribble down, dribble through the. I think they still go like dribble th- like through the yeah, obstacles. Yeah. Make the layup, come back, hit the three. Is it a straightaway three? I mean, that's the quickest one to get to. I, I mean, know. if I'm Pascal Siakam, I'm run, I'm running the corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's his mm. thing. I don't know. That's tough. Might have to go with Jason Tatum. That's a good choice. Yeah, he's right in that sweet spot of like big guy. You know, he's gonna pull. Yeah, I think he's like second in the NBA in three point percentage on pull up jumpers. Really? On pull up threes, I think he's second behind someone like uh, Dame Lillard. I think actually, probably Dame. I think it is Dame. And then Jason Tatum, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm thinking Jason Tatum takes that's probably a good safe pick. Mountain Dew three point contest start out strong. Davis Bertans, if we had our if we had our pal Nick Arguelles here, big big Bertans guy, absolutely watches every Wizards game. He knows all about Davis Bertans. For some reason, he watches every. I don't know. I mean, they're not a they're a fun bad team. That's yeah, because they they just there's no defense when they play and they can score so. They've got some guys out there, yeah. Beal, uh, Davis Bertans, Thomas Bryant, man, even Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner. I was just thinking about Mo yeah, Wagner. Mo today. Wagner, man. Uh, who else am I thinking of? They're, they don't have uh, Sadaransky anymore, but they got some guys out How's there. How's Rui doing? Ru- that's that's who it is. Rui. Rui Hachimura. Just a great name, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> who cares what his stats are? Oh, no one, no one great, cares. Great name to have around. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, we've got him. We got Devin Booker who made it in uh, just today after Dame. After Dame was out, hurt his groin last night. Hate to see it. Uh, Devonte Graham, who just came out of nowhere, out of nowhere <laughs> right? Uh, second year. I, I mean, we we knew him from watching him just tear up the Big Twelve. Yeah, but but he's still even then. I was like, yeah, he's probably like a he looks like a, a staple in the G League. And he kind of was rookie was year, and then all of a sudden, oh, he's taking like ten threes a game. He's making a good. He's making like four of them. Yeah. So, yeah, he's nice to have in here. Joe Harris, definitely a good guy to have in here. Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Duncan Robinson, and Trey Young. Love Duncan Robinson. Trey Young, that'll be interesting. That will be. That man, he might as well like he needs to take deeper threes to win it. I feel like he's one of those guys who's just like better. Maybe when he's further away. He's like Dame. He's just like yeah. The further away, the more powerful he gets. And then we go to the slam dunk contest. It, uh, who cares who wins three point contest? It doesn't really matter. Who the guy? Whoever won it last year, I forget his name because the guy. Like if you told me his name right now, I couldn't picture his face. Plays for the Nets, I think. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. I don't. Mm, that's not someone I'm interested in. No, Joe Harris is cool. But slam dunk, you know what else is cool? You know who else is cool? Pat Connaughton. That, man, what a, a weird... slam dunk contest. What a strange pick. Gotta love it. I didn't... Man. Orioles legend, Pat Connaughton. Yes. <laughs> I remember uh, when he was in the tournament with Notre Dame, the NCAA basketball tournament. I was like, man, he's going to be pitching for the Orioles one day. Isn't that going to be cool? He's like, no, I'll play basketball. It's worked out. Definitely. It's faster money. He's on the best team in the league. On the best team. It's easier. Getting in the slam dunk contest. He plays like 20 minutes a game. Yeah. I figured he just shot threes. I I don't don't watch enough Bucks games to see when Pat Connaughton's out here throwing it down. But I've seen the highlights now, and I'm like, oh, okay. Pat Connaughton. So I've got him. Uh, Aaron Gordon. Mm Mm-hmm. No Zach Levine, so we can't. We don't have that rematch. No, that well, you'll never top it. So no, you might as well not have it. But we do have Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, man, he's good. He's definitely going to come out with like the Superman stuff again, right? That's going to be his. He's got to bring that back. He's going to have right? to bring it back. And then Derek Jones Jr., who is just jumps out of. He can jump over a building, maybe. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll add that. We've seen a car. Ooh, let's let's roll in an entire building. Inside of an arena. Yeah. Man. I really don't know. On a, They were talking on Levitard's show the other day. Because I was homesick, so I was just... You just turn on... I just turn on ESPN and just kind of lay right. and die. They're talking about how like there's no more dunks anymore. Like, we've used them all up. And I was like, that's kind of a good point. Like, what else could we possibly do now, but here's the, that the, doesn't the involve is, a crazy it's gimmick? Like, it's like... I see these guys that, like, all they do is dunk... Like like the guys that are like record themselves, put it on YouTube and like or Twitter or whatever. Yeah. And they all they do is dunks. Like I saw one just today where the guy like lobbed it up and he let as he was jumping, the ball rolled up his left arm behind his head, ro- rolled on his shoulders behind his head, and o- rolled down his right arm into his right hand and he dunked it mm. all while he was in the air. But the thing is it's like how you gotta practice that a lot. 
Like I've seen like all those like guys do stuff these that hasn't all... been pulled out in the All Star game. Yeah. Or in the slam dunk contest. But you gotta you these I think you got to put so much time into that that you're not going to see that in the the slam dunk contest. The ones that you see that are viral, it's like it's a recorded clip. Like even though they're capable of doing that, those guys, like it, that there's no way they did on the first try. Yeah. And the NBA dunk contest, like you'd rather do a good dunk on the first try than a great dunk on like the second or third try. Like if you're trying to win, like it's just that's just kind of how it is. They even say it during the. uh, the broadcast where Aaron it's like Gordon came up with some stuff in that one that he went head to head with Levine in. That yeah, that was really that was, good. I've ne- never seen before, and that was only a couple years ago. So maybe he's going to come up with some more. Someone uh, on Twitter said, "I've never seen a, a front flip or a back flip dunk." I'm like, "Well, Ooh. if we can get a real specimen out there who can land a flip and then instantly launch themselves up, then maybe we got something. Someone can do that." Right? I feel like John Moran could do that. It, I feel like it's got to be someone really tall, but mm. also athletic. Like, yeah, who's tall enough, I think who's gotta tall be, enough it's gotta but they be can like also a, flip? It's got to be, like, someone who's, like, six, seven, six, eight. <sighs> who, like, they don't have to jump that high to dunk. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how many guys... Well, for, I don't know how many guys are capable in the Derek NBA. Derek Jones Jr. <laughs> if he's Derek Jones, if you're listening right now, do a, do a flip before your dunk. And do then a dunk. flip. Do a flip. Yeah. See, a lot of those guys, we don't even know if they're capable of doing flips because it's just like, why risk any injury? You would never do a flip like even on the the fastest of fast break dunks. No. You would never even try. Even it. just in the off season, like in, in the videos, practice, like you would never like. Yeah, but man, you just, just have to be insane. Just seeing someone who's like six seven do a flip though would just be fun. You don't need to dunk it; just do go out there and do a flip. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing. No dunks. You just do a regular dunk. Yeah, and then you flip after it. Maybe they should add or like before it or both. Maybe for like one dunk, you get like a little trampoline, just to do something insane. Yeah. See, like just just I feel like that they up. would take points off of that. They'd be like, well, you use the trampoline. Well, no, you use the trampoline, but like if you use it, you have to like really you gotta really do something. You gotta wild. do like a like a ten eighty like triple twist. It's just gotta be like a kid's trampoline too. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the like little one that's like six can, inches off the ground. Yeah, you can like put it in the living room. Yeah. Cause even then, man. Well it's gotta be a little higher off the ground because they would jump and they would just hit the it, floor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'd break it, but man. Imagine what they could do. Yeah, it's like if you jump too high in the air, it's like Scottie Pippen's still going to put up a, a seven. It's like <laughs> Scottie you're, Pippen. <laughs> like you're still up there. You were up there for like 10 He's seconds. He's a hater, man. Did you see, Um, I think it might have been BYU, They their cheerleaders threw the mascot in yes, the air and he dumped it. from the three-point line. That was crazy. They threw the mat. I don't understand. The str- first off, that's the a strength, grown adult. The strength to throw a grown adult in a mascot suit that far is impressive for a couple people. It it didn't make sense to me. And then he dun- like I don't know how many times they had to practice that. To throw someone know. that accurately and then for them to be able to concentrate and dunk it while in a I, I don't, catching the ball. If in you've the never air. worn a mascot head, you can't see. No. There's a reason mascots have handlers. Like you cannot like you see enough that like you're aware of like where you're at in the room, basically. Like I don't know how you're dunking it like that. I couldn't there's no I have way, no uh, idea. No way I'm doing that in any situation. Uh, never. You could you could put me you'd have to like 
put strings on me and like kind of guide me through the air a little bit to get me to dunk that ball. They threw him. You have to put me on a zip line. And in the that air. That leads right to the basket. <laughs> yes. They tossed him in the air, and he perfectly dunked it. Like, I just don't get how that's even. Like, I, I really don't know. It's it's kind of unsettling to watch the video, to be honest. They throw a, a person bit. in the air. A little bit. I'll see if I can find it, and I'll retweet it. But it's um, it's honestly shocking. I can't do it justice describing no. it. Uh, I guess the All-Star game. It's gonna be it's gonna be close no matter what. Even though Giannis drafts team is in the wildest way, man, his team's garbage compared to. <laughs> it really is. Like, like he always dra- he's drafted Chris Middleton first off the bench out of the reserves two years in a row, which already puts you at a adva- disadvantage. And LeBron just sits there and is like, uh, yeah, Damian Lillard, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take. Uh, Joel Embiid. <laughs> Giannis really is like, you know, <laughs> and Giannis is just like, you know what? It's his first All Star game. I want the Montes Sabonis. Oh, man. He's just too nice of a guy. He is too nice. I retweeted the uh, mascot video on our Twitter page at Disputed Highly. Go follow that if you don't. If you mm-hmm. want to hear, if you want to see the clip, go follow the account. Mm-hmm. There's not many tweets. You'll find it easily. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't see, unless the, uh, like, Team Giannis knows they're worse, and they come out and play hard because of it. That's the only way I can think. But eventually, like Team LeBron's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, we can beat these guys. Let's go out and try for a little bit." Yeah, that would be the most interesting scenario. Is if Team LeBron doesn't really try, and they're down a few points after three, and then they have to win the fourth quarter by like yep. three points or something. That's the only. That's the only way it's gonna turn out well for them. So the starters for LeBron's team are. LeBron, <laughs> AD, James Harden, Kawhi, and Luka. The the starters for Giannis, <laughs> Embiid, Siakam, Kemba, and Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> Kemba. How did LeBron end up with the four best players? Giannis, man, I want to I want to be in his fantasy league. <laughs> man, LeBron true. really ended up with the four best players he had to choose from. It's like, it's like yeah, I'll trade a. Uh, I'll give you uh, Kemba Walker for Kawhi, straight up. Sounds like a Giannis deal to like, me. Man, I love Kemba. I love <laughs> I'm that a guy. big Kemba fan. Man, that guy's what a great guy. I love uh, Kemba. I'll take him. I, yeah. Giannis just had a baby. Yeah, Liam Charles Antetokounmpo. Liam. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Um, because uh, Fred Van Vliet had a kid, and he he went off, and Giannis said, maybe I'll start knocking down shots. I was like, eh, probably not, but. That, you know, Good luck. the world would just be over at that point. Oh, if he starts hitting threes consistently, it's like... If he starts shooting 39% from three that's, that's on it. like six attempts a game, oh, the, that's he's going to average like 45 points a game. <laughs> it'll be along beautiful. with his like 14 rebounds and seven assists. Yeah, him and... Uh, on his 60% shooting. Gosh, imagine, like, the Eastern Conference Finals if, like, him and Ben Simmons are knocking down threes consistently. That would just be beautiful. Ben Sh- Ben Simmons would never. No. Because at ben least Giannis Simmons, takes the threes. Yeah. Sim- and Simmons could make... I feel like he could make 30% from three. He just doesn't Maybe. shoot any. He doesn't shoot any of them. He refuses. Like, he'd sit there in warm-ups and make them consistently. And, like, if you can make them consistently in warm-ups, you could shoot a wide-open one in-game and make it. But he won't. He came out early in the season. He's, he made one, and he's like, I think that. it was preseason even. Made, he made one in preseason, and then he made one 
like a real one in the regular season. Set against the Knicks. It might have been. That sounds. One yeah. of them was against the Knicks. I'm pretty sure. But then after that, it's just like nothing. He just doesn't. He's like there. There's your three. He's a coward. He is a coward. He really is. Like that started as a joke, but no. It's at this point, it's like no. He's Ben Simmons is an actual, actual coward for not right. taking threes. And Bede's taking all of them that for him. Like at least like cut like cut that in half. Yeah, cut him beads in half. And just they yeah. yeah. Take what whatever Take amount half of them beads and give them to Simmons. What, yeah, whatever amount they are shooting combined from three. Just just make it even between the two of them. And I think you got a solid solid recipe. Yeah. Then then Simmons can use that Embiid shot fake. Yes. The Embiid shot fake that everyone falls for. We talked about this. When he just, he's not going to shoot it. This can be a smooth tra- – we don't need to talk more about the All-Star game. This can be a smooth transition over to Shepard basketball since we talked about uh, Joel Embiid's shot fake with uh, Coach Namalik today. <laughs> we did. <clears throat> how we shoot – How we, everyone falls for it even though he shoots about 29% from three. Shot fake's tough in the words of Coach Namalik. Big fan of the shot fake. Big, big shot fake guy. He's a big shot fake guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Both both teams won yesterday. For both Shepherd. teams won second uh, second uh, day game in a row. I guess what however you'd say it. They they both play on the same day. They both play Wednesday and Saturday. Yep. So Saturday they both won. Yesterday they both won. So which uh, these stats, I don't know I if that's happened this year. They both won on the same day twice in a row like that. One team's been doing a lot more winning than the one other. Team, so. Yes, one team is doing a lot more winning. The uh, yeah, the women have won seven in a row. Yeah, they, they are, are just they are and really they clinched. Uh, it. Yes, they, last night they clinched a spot in the uh, the PSAC tournament or the PSA. They call it the PSAC championship, which it's not the championship until you're in the yeah. championship game. I don't, I know don't like how everyone calls it the PSAC instead of the PSAC. Yeah, it'd be so much easier. Yes, it's a lot more. It takes a lot longer. Yeah. So Westchester did have a for the men's team. Uh, the men, the men's team won eighty three seventy eight. Uh, Westchester did have a player who went off for a twenty eight and eight, including uh, hitting six threes. But the rest of the team didn't do quite enough. I think we spread it out a little more, and it ended up, you know, ended up working out for us. Thomas Lang led the team with eighteen points. Yeah, he really uh, <laughs> he came to life in the uh, so he he <laughs> second he, half he really he came shot to life. six of thirteen. Six of twelve from three, so yes. he took one two pointer. He knows his game. He he does. I mean, he can get inside. He's quick, but uh, he yeah. just he knows what he's really good at, and yeah, I respect him for it. Dan McLean Corley had fifteen points on five shots. Very efficient. Very, yes, three of four from three, perfect from the line. Yeah, four, or four at thirteen and nine from Kyle Daggett, and then eleven points from Jarrell Jones, and then. Man, we really did spread it out. He had, he had six points from John Preston. Career high nine points from Noah Wimbish. He had a. Really That's good, what I was just about to he had a point really good out. Game he has just night. just recently started playing too. Yes, he's uh he's worked his way into the lineup after the game last night. Coach Namlik was talking about how he's just one of those guys where he's just no even though he doesn't get playing time really, he's still in, in the gym early. Just does what he's supposed to. He's just always working hard. And I've seen him in the wellness center more than I've seen any other player, I think. Yes, because he, he just says, you know, it's like Namlik was saying this last night where it's, um, you know, when you eventually get your opportunity, like everyone on the team is is most likely going to get an opportunity at some point. You don't want to come in and looking like an idiot when you do 
get your opportunity. Like you have to put in the work all the time, regardless. And he's one of those guys who has. And uh, last night it, it paid off. He'll probably get more playing time in the future, I imagine, because he's played some solid minutes. He can shoot the three, two or yep. four last night. He made one a uh, couple games ago too. So yeah, it was a good win. They they you know they're up to eleven and twelve now. They're still towards the bottom of the the PSAC, but. You yeah, know, beat, beat a good team though. They're fifth, uh, Westchester's fifteen and eight. They're nine and yeah. eight in conference, which um, is you know you're right around five hundred. But right around five hundred in this conference is not bad. Uh, there's there's only maybe a handful, like three or four teams that just aren't very good. Everyone else is. Yeah. You're facing solid competition. There's really not a huge talent discrepancy uh, in these these games. Yeah. So I missed some of this. I missed some of that game. I had to leave for a meeting and. You went home in the middle of it? I watched the first half at the Butcher Center, and I watched the second half on a stream in my living room. <laughs> so I was there for the women's game beforehand, however, and came off to got off to a rough start. It was 17-8 to eight at the end of the first quarter, but then we rattled off a 25-10 to 10, uh, second quarter, and that really just made the difference for the rest of the game. The first quarter, it started like, how they get into some games kind of in the third quarter where they just go on these stre- weird stretches where they just do nothing but turn the ball over. And it's really like... Westchester came out with some tough defense. They did play good defense, which they're they're undersized, so that's kind of how they got to play. They, yeah. they got to play real scrappy. That was the like, first thing I noticed was a very very smaller, mm-hmm. you know, a lot smaller compared to the rest of the teams. They'll go for a lot of steals and even compared nature. to us like i feel like that was the first team was like yeah we're bigger than this team yeah yeah generally we're <laughs> yeah because uh sit at 511's the the starting our, center the starting center she's the largest starter and then anna's 6-3 and she plays i'd say fairly limited minutes even though she is one of the probably the top players off the bench minutes yeah. wise but um yeah we're generally undersized overall and um but last night though uh, they like played. Anna, they played, Anna, they Ross, played. Anna Ross played 19 minutes off, off the bench. Yeah, I got a couple boards. Uh, Maddie White played 28 minutes off the bench. That was the. It's a lot of minutes there. That is a lot for Maddie. Um, probably in for her defense, I'd imagine. She plays. Oh one, yeah, she plays. She's, she's one of. The, she she kind of. <laughs> we had to counter their scrappiness, and she's definitely one of those players who's just. Yeah, yeah, she didn't put up any points on the board, but she made. You know, sometimes the impact. Isn't in the in the box score. You it know? is not in the box score. And I gotta yeah. say, um, we went we did really well at the line last night. Twenty one of twenty five. Abby went ten of ten from the line. And I gotta say, Abby's kind of coming back around. Um, she's struggled from three for several games. Uh, last game she made a couple. Last night she was two for four. So I think she's kind she's of taking coming, a lot less. Taking a lot less. Was. I think she's. Well, I'm, part of it, I guess she kind of understands. She's gotten a little cold, and teams are probably defending her a little differently than they were at the start of the season. Yes. Um, a lot of players will still bite on that step back, which, yeah. man. I do. There are. I do. Uh, it's almost she's gotten a little too conservative because I've noticed a few, like, there, almost every game, there's a couple, at least a couple moment, uh, possessions where she gets that kind of, she does that step back or something, or even she, like, as soon as she pulls up, like, as soon as she dribbles up to the top of the key, she she's has like, that oh, look. pull that. And she and doesn't. She, she looks towards the basket, but she just won't. Yeah, she just isn't so, willing to pull the trigger. Which, so I think there's a happy medium that she can find. Yeah, and she'll learn. She'll get She'll get there. Give her an off season. She'll definitely. Yeah, but we said last week, as we mentioned last week, S- Sydney Clayton has been unguardable. Oh, my and goodness. The, like, the, 
and that was the case last night as she put up 25 points on 10 of 13 shooting. <laughs> eight, eight, eight rebounds eight as well. Eight rebounds, man. She was unreal. Like, the only... The only defense has for her has been denying the entry pass, and also yeah. like uh, when she puts the ball on the ground, sometimes she can turn it over when, if, when they when she gets doubled. But if she's like if, if they, they get the ball to her and she doesn't have to dribble, it's over. Like she if oh, she yeah. can, if she can make one move and and turn to the basket, like that's it. Like you're not, and even if she misses, she's probably gonna out rebound you. Like yeah. she, she's really good at uh, uh, following her misses. And yeah, Abby back. Abby Beeman ended up playing uh, played the whole game as usual. Uh, uh, 22 points, seven assists. As we saw this week, uh, was it Rick Kozlowski? Yes. Uh, posted or tweeted the other day that, and I did not realize this. She is second in the nation for Division Two in uh, women's basketball in assists. Yes. Second in the nation. Yeah, I could. As a um, freshman, I would have believed top 20, but second, and after I after was last like, night, wow. and after last night, she is 30th in scoring. And I looked. At, I looked down the list. Far and away, uh, there's no freshman in the top thirty other than her. Wow. Yeah, she's I the think highest like, scoring fresh, highest scoring freshman in the country. She's got to be a lock for freshman of the year in the conference, um, unless there's Definitely. somebody I'm really if, missing. If there's a if there's a Division two freshman of the year award for women's basketball, it might be. It her. is. It right now it is far and away Abby Beeman. Yeah, she's second in the nation in assists overall. She's third in assists per game. Fourth in the nation in minutes played per game, and thirty-fourth in the nation in points per game. This is from Rick Kozlowski. Those are from before yesterday, so yeah, those could have. And I saw a the, bit, the updated. Uh, I looked this morning. Uh, updated. Uh, she's now thirtieth in points. I don't know about minutes, um, but I can't I mean, imagine minutes, that changed too much. Minutes can't. If anything, she goes up. She played every minute, right? Like, unless someone near her played overtime, right? Which <laughs> I was looking. Uh, I was looking through some stats. I also will mention that Shepard. Uh, in the nation, they're 11th in shooting overall. So field goal a nice percentage, right? Yeah. Field goal percentage, which is a really – that's a good team effort. Um, I was looking around the conference at different scores and different players, and I was looking at the stats of um, Ariel Jones of Shippensburg, who is their best player. and could Probably win, one of the better players in the – One of the better players. She might win conference player of the year Maybe. the way she's playing. She averaged like 35 a game last week. Um Man, I, I was looking know. at like her minutes played because Shepard held her down really well. Um, Hannah Myers did a number on her because um, I was talking to Hannah. She said she faced her in high school, okay, which is part of the reason. Like she's familiar with her, so she like knew a lot of her moves, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but um, uh, the Shepard Hannah's game, one of the better defenders on the team. She's, she's a really she good usually defender. guards like the best player on mm-hmm. the team. As um, she's only a sophomore, so yeah. Outside of the Shepard game, like she's done really well. Like <laughs> she has like one or two other games where it's like yeah. around twelve to fifteen points. Other than that, like she's consistently above twenty, which I thought was really cool that like we can do that because I don't I really don't yeah. think of I really don't think of Shepherd women's basketball as like a real defensive team, even no. though like we have three or four really good defenders. <laughs> uh, I was looking. I think Hannah Hannah and Marley are both top one hundred in Division Two in steals. Uh, Marley's very close to the top fifty. Hmm. I want to say like fifty second. Yeah. Yeah, Marley, like, every once, like, she'll consistently give you a couple steals a game, and then sometimes she'll just go off and have, like, six or seven. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it, there's some games she's just in the zone and everywhere, and last yeah. night was kind of one of those, like, I don't know if she got a ton of steals, but a lot of deflections. She had nine rebounds. Yeah, she, she was, ended up fouling out with, like, two minutes left in the game. Yeah, but at that point, it was kind of. Yeah, they ended up, like, fouling and getting a couple shots to make it closer than it 
make Man, it closer than it that really game, was. It's it was over like two minutes left, and there was obviously a problem with the scoring. I don't know what the deal was with that, but yeah, there was something about like two, you know. I, I was talking Rick's, to yeah, I was Rick's, talking to Rick after yeah. the game, which who we just mentioned. He's the sports editor and a sports reporter at the Journal in Martinsburg, and he was telling me during the game he noticed um, something off with the score. And he because said I that, noticed I was watching the live stats. I think he might have been the one up uh, keeping up with those, or he was next to the guy doing it. He was he was keeping up with it. The guy next to him was the play by play for Bloomsburg. Okay. And he noticed it as well because I looked at the live stats and it was not adding up with the with the scoreboard. Yeah, and he said that in the fourth quarter, I didn't notice this. I didn't notice at the time. I noticed it happening. The officials ad- obviously addressed it, but it nothing changed. I, I think I remember. Okay. They stopped play and like they were talking to the scorekeeper and, and like they do that all the time. So I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. They do this like it's a clock issue, whatever. Obviously, they they were supposed to address it and nothing changed. And so he he had he had Shepard winning the game by three points, but officially it was five. Like he so he yeah. he's like I, I have to report it as five. Like that's what they had at the butcher center. So I thought that was really strange. Um, not that I think it would have made a huge difference, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, just really, I'm not sure what happened where. It's because hard to, I don't know how it, I don't know how the live stats and the scoreboard are both screwed up like that. Like I don't know where oh. along the way you lose that. But especially without someone on one of the team or the other really yeah. complaining, so I don't know. Yeah. So ne- you know, Shepherd's next games are Saturday. They'll be away for the first time in a in what feels like a while. They've had like th- I want to say like three or four straight home games. Yeah, they've been at home. Look at this. Uh, one, good. two. Okay, they were at Lock Haven. Uh, two two weekends ago. And then they had that Shippensburg game. Four, let's see, uh, four of their last five games have been home games, so that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, been at home a lot. But this Saturday they'll be at Cutstown or Cootstown, apparently. Kutz, I, uh, they say it looks like Cutstown. Apparently, the people from there say Cootstown. That's just because. And then the announcers, the announcers at Shepherd and me, because it sound it looks and sounds right to me. I say Cootstown. That's just Pennsylvania accent, I guess. I guess. I don't know where they're at in Pennsylvania. Anyway, uh, and yeah, before we get back on the air, they'll be uh, next w- this cu- upcoming Wednesday, the nineteenth. They'll be back at the Butcher Center against Millersville. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, um, Millersville, they should beat. They really, outside of the Shippensburg game, they should win every game the rest of the way out. Just yep. they, like just my opinion, like they're better. Then they're better than pretty much every, like there's only three teams better than them in the conference if you ask me. Um, IUP, IUP, Shippensburg, and I'd say probably Gannon. I'll pull up the standings real quick. Have they even played Gannon? No, I don't think they'll play Gannon this year. They have not because okay. they're not in their division. No. And they just don't play everybody. It happens outside, yeah. yeah. So they won't face them. They could face them in the uh, the tournament though, the PSAC tournament. Yep. But we'll so we're twelve and five in conference right now. Um, Shippensburg, this is in the East. Shippensburg's in first. We're in second. They're fourteen and four. Uh, we do have the best record overall in the um, in the better division. out of conference record. Better out of conference record because I pre- we went undefeated out of conference. Eighteen and five overall. Twelve and five in conference. East Stroudsburg's third. They've also clinched a uh, playoff spot. I believe it's the top six in each um, 
each division get in. Yeah. Top six okay. in each division or top 12 overall? I can't remember exactly. 12 teams either way. 12 teams either way. Um, and obviously in the West, uh, Cal beat IUP last night. IUP is 16-1 now in the wow. conference. That was their first conference loss. They're 21-2 and overall. I can't imagine them not winning the um, conference tournament. They're just ridiculously good. But Cal yeah. did hold them to 52 points. Um, and I will say the game that Shepard played at Cal, even though it was a loss, was closer by a couple points than the IUP game. They lost by three. IUP lost by five, I believe. So that's certainly interesting to look at. And it shows you the talent discrepancy is really not huge, even though some teams the record might not show it. Um, a lot of these teams are a lot closer than you realize. Yeah. So just looking forward, um, obviously you want Shippensburg to drop at least one game the rest of the way, and then you can make up the other yourself, uh, being a couple games behind. There, see, the one behind in the loss column, but two in the win column. So mm-hmm. Shippensburg should have an off day at some point. So you really have to, <clears throat> if I'm Shepard, I'm just I'm looking to win out, honestly. And they're capable of it. Kutztown, you can beat them. Road, road games are tough. I'll give them that. Um, the, the big test will be the 22nd at East Stroudsburg and then the 26th at Shippensburg. Those games will pretty much decide if they win the division or not. Because those are going to be two really tough games. Um, if you split those, I think you're probably satisfied. And then other than that, Kutztown, Millersville, and Mansfield at home. Um, actually, Kutztown's on the road, but Mansfield, Millersville at home. Uh, can't drop those games. Those are games where if they lost, you just really would be disappointed. You know, I was hope I was hoping to look at the Shippensburg roster and see that they have a lot of seniors because we have only one senior. Yeah, but uh, turns out Shippensburg has no seniors. <laughs> Man, this yeah. uh, zero. Those are those <laughs> are going to be some great games next. IUP year. has three, so we'll see. We'll see. IUP. We'll see how next year shakes out. But we're a very young, very young team. If I mean, I tell you what, if Shepherd women, if they get one or two freshmen that contribute next year. I mean, the sky's the limit. Like honestly. this year's freshman or incoming freshman next year, even like if you get more, yeah. co- if you get more contributions from the rest of this year's freshmen, or well, you figure, next, or the ones that'll be sophomores next year, or the the ones that are you know currently you know committed and coming in. You figure. Next year. I, I imagine Abby will come back, and probably I imagine she'll cut down on the turnovers. Her decision making will be more refined. The shooting, I, I imagine the shooting will just stay the same unless she just gets that much better, yeah. which would be like insane can, to imagine. But you have Sid and Marley, who are, they're gonna, they're they'll both. be the senior, they'll be the senior captains next year, senior as captains, the junior captains this year. I mean, Sid, Abby, Marley—that's twenty points a night from the, each of them. If you yeah, want it. if Sid, you know, works on you know more post moves or 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 her jumper to uh, to you know have that outside threat. She's gonna be dangerous. Her jumper is not terrible. She can hit. It's she not. can knock down a mid-range shot. Yeah. If she can hit a like a corner three a game, that's that's where it's a new level. Yeah. But then I think of like, I think Jordan Smith is a, a name where it's like I could see her really. She's she's the one that you see potential there. She can she can get an open look. She can handle the ball, which not yeah, not a lot of players. She's very quick. As good she as this team good, is, she has the tools to be a very good defensive player, and she you know still even as a freshman, is pretty good defensively. Yeah, she hustles. And, like, 
as good as this team is, there's not a ton of players who I'm comfortable with handling the ball. She's someone like if she yeah. has the ball, I, I'm like okay with her dribbling. <laughs> yeah, not many players I can say that about. So I think if she, you know, if she she's one of those players, just she's good for like a kick out three, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think if she can knock those down more consistently, we saw it early in the season. She was shooting extremely well. If she can just get more consistent with that, she'll be a good threat. Um, and then they, you know. they got some co- contributions from Kara Miner the last couple of games since she came back from her torn labrum. Yeah, uh, she hit a three last uh, last night. Yeah, last night. Yeah, and she her form looks pretty good. It looks like one that can she can knock down pretty consistently. She's one of the taller players on the team too. And with that that shoulder brace, you wouldn't think the form would be right as good as it is, but uh, she's doing all right. Like um, if we and if we can get if we can get some more offense from Hannah Myers and Maddie White because right now they're basically just defensive stoppers. They are. Like if we like H- Hannah Myers has, you know, is super quick and like she very good defender. A lot of yeah. potential there. A lot of potential. <laughs> and uh, and it's like I looked at uh, the stats uh the other day, like she's been knocking down three-pointers when she takes them like she's shooting about 40 percent on her threes yeah but she's taking like maybe i don't even know if she's averaging one a game Like she's ta- she's taking a very small amount of three-pointers yeah but when she's been taking them she's been knocking them down and Maddie, so i think we can see like she can there's offensive potential there like she's already a very good defensive player and maddie can can knock down threes for you her maddie does knock down threes her, yeah. yeah her percentage probably isn't quite as high but it's still good enough. It's formidable. And I've she, said it before. She's good for about. She's good for one a game at least. Yeah, she like she when she gets the chance. She can go like one for three in a game. One for two. Like she won't shoot much. But if she's open and she has the three, she's probably going to take it. Hannah, I yeah. can't say the same. Hannah, generally reluctant, but not like a scared. She like, just doesn't take them. It's like, like it's it's almost like she just like it, it's like not in her mind. Like no, I don't shoot. She's that. She just like kind of knows her role. Yeah. Like she's like okay, I'll give it to Marley because Marley is yeah. more. I think in the off season, if she can like work on that and come into next season as like no, I'm an off, I, I'm an offensive threat now. Right. Even if the threats like just the threat of just the, yeah, because even if then it's, it's just kick it out to her when she's open and she'll take the three. That's yeah. it. Even if that's it. Or you know, use that pump fake. <laughs> she can. She has some athleticism. She can drive to the she's lane. Very, pretty yeah, well. she's very athletic. It gets a little. It gets a little out of control at times. She's too. You know what? She's too athletic. <laughs> that's what it is. She does. She gets a lot of control. She's that's, too athletic that's for all, her own that's, good. That's the only problem. Yeah, it's not like she can't shoot. Like she just. I don't know. No. Just, like the game speeds up sometimes is all it is. But she's only yeah. a sophomore. Like she'll exactly. Be, yeah. She got. She got time to figure it out. Yeah. It took Jalen Brown a few years. She can be yeah. our Jalen Brown. Yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what comes in next year because if you get someone, yeah, it's like, I don't know if that's something we can look up very easily. I don't know if 24 no, seven has no, D2 no. recruit. I would have to, uh, yeah, we'd have to like, we'd have to ask just people. We'd have on to the ask team. them, yeah, personally, which yeah. we could do, but but man, you get like one good contributor from the next year's yeah. freshman class, man. That's get someone to replace least. Anna. Because you're gonna need you're gonna yeah, need someone some for when Sid comes out of the game. If they were man, I hope they recruited some size. That would be yeah, man. That would be and maybe another ball handler. Amazing. You yeah. get a secondary ball handler, someone who can come off the bench and give some of the break, give a break to Marley and Abby in terms of handling the ball. Yeah, and then someone who will who can spell Sid off the bench, and then you get another year of development out of the wings you have already. Hannah, Maddie. Even Angela DiLorenzo, Lorenzo, mm-hmm. 
uh, Jordan Smith, Kara Miner, all of them. A lot of potential with the team. Yeah. To be even better than they are now. They're already really good. Right. And, like, you got to think, obviously, Shippensburg's going to bring back everybody. That team's going to be ridiculous. But um, other than that, no other team. I don't, I don't have to look this up to know that no other team is just going to bring back what they have. No. Considering that they there's three teams with a better record this year. Yeah. Um, like I said, Shippensburg doesn't have any seniors according to the roster, but that's it. Right. And like, honestly... There's no way any other team has... It's going to be bringing back this much production. And honestly, Shippensburg... Um, it's that's like one two good players. We have, we well, first of all we have three like yeah we have three that, that are really oh, we have good. three scorers I'll say they're great yeah. players overall. But uh, I just feel like we're we're deeper than them. We beat them obviously. I just think I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we're a better team than Shippensburg. I hope we, I yeah. hope we prove that when we go up there um, next Wednesday because um, the way we played here we really. Um, I'm not going to say screwed it up the first half, but yeah. uh, gave them a lead the first half, which really, um, it's it's really like when we when we lose, we beat ourselves. Like I, IUP is the only team that's truly like beaten us this year. Other than that, it's just we get in these lulls of turnovers. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you get out rebounded. Sometimes we fumble up on the rebounds, just yeah. losing the ball out of bounds, which you can work on that. Yeah, um, things that we cleaned up. Yeah, so yeah, I get I get excited when I think about next year for this team because the definitely they have a, I mean they could win the conference legitimately. They could, and maybe the preseason poll will show that because they were picked uh, seventh in the East in this year's preseason poll, which <sighs> they uh, didn't know. Which they they are not going to finish seventh. They statistically cannot do that. So nope. Um, I'm excited to see what they do the rest of the year because. They're playing as well as they have, which is really awesome. Like you said seven in a row. Seven in a row because um, when they started out well in the non-conference. Oh wow, we're over our time, aren't we? Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I did not notice, man. We could do a whole show on this, but uh, they started hot. They got in the conference, struggled. I was like, yeah, okay, maybe this is what we are. But they're rolling, baby. Yep, and they're gonna keep rolling. Yeah, and we're gonna. Our show's roll, gonna keep rolling right over the time. We're gonna keep rolling on out of here, man. The people on the podcast are like, "Whoa, two minutes extra!" Oh, an hour, and they're gonna look at the time and timestamp and be like, "An hour and three minutes." <laughs> Whoa, Goodness. can get a little wild in here. Maybe we have an ad this week. <laughs> oh man, yeah. All right, so highly disputed, Dylan Bishop, Ryan Stickle, WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. Go Rams! Go Rams! Yeah.